0: Now what?
1: (laughs) Welcome back to Voice Valiant, the podcast by the community for the community, where we discuss all things involving the L.A. Valiant. I'm Chad.
0: And I'm Bookworm. This weekend, Overwatch sneak, we had, as always, amazing games. Uh, Starting on Wednesday, we had... A few vs shock and dragons vs dynasty.
1: I really enjoyed the dragons vs dynasty. Dragons have really stepped up their game, in my opinion. And even though dynasty did take that game or take the match, they had to work for some of them.
0: I was really feeling that like it ended. It would end up being a Math five, and I, maybe that was just me hoping because I am like a Kanoza dragon fan, but. It, it was. It was so. It's always so much fun watching the dragons play. They, I, I, I can. Agree
1: with that.
0: Mm-hmm. I can. I. I can understand why some people might find them like, uh, I don't know. At most, I feel like most people want to root for them for the underdog, and that's kind of how I started too. But it, they've just been doing such amazing plays, and sometimes they do stuff that just catches you off guard, and like taking them. They've. Di- with this game, Dynasty is now one of the three teams where Dragons have taken a map from them in separate stages.
1: Yeah, and that entire match that. Usually the-, the Dragons' scores were something like 0 0 0 1 or anything like that. Against Seoul, they went 1 1 2 2. Yeah. So it's. There's definitely a lot of improvement on that team. Uh, we could talk about mm-hmm. Fuel and Shock, but there's. Not much that hasn't been said.
0: Yeah, I'm, I, I'm sorry that it was a 4 0 in favor of the shock, so there's not much you can talk about.
1: Let's
0: see. Uh, on Thursday, uh, I feel we had Outnost versus Mayhem, Uprising versus Spitfire, and Fusion versus Excelsior.
1: Boston versus London was a very good series. And then it was.
0: How was on the. I was on my edge on what's the what's the phrase on the edge of my seat. Yeah, okay.
1: <laughs> uh, and then immediately after that, when we went into Fusion versus Excelsior, and that's one where I was on the edge of my seat. Fusion deserved that comeback win, but didn't get it.
0: Yeah, the uh, Fusion's been doing very well. They've really, like, I feel like I can say this about almost every team in the league is that they've really stepped up their game. From Stage 1.
1: Oh, even from Stage 2. The whole league is on a whole different level now, I feel. Teams that didn't hold a candle up to anybody are now getting maps, sometimes even winning full games. Uh, a good example of that was Friday. We had Shock versus Fusion. With the way Fusion looked in Stage 2, I expected a 4-0. But the Shock ended up taking it 3-1. Yeah, it
0: was... Orange versus orange, and it, it came. I, I personally go for the shock in this matchup because I'm from California. So I was happy, but I, like, like you said, coming in, I thought it would be a 4 in, uh, 0 in favor of the fusion, but no, it ended up 3 1 in favor of the shock. And then we had, at the end of the day, we had Uprising versus Dynasty. With Uprising winning, making them, I think, the first team to beat all three Korean teams in one stage. And the second team to have beaten every team uh, at least once, I think.
1: Yeah. Boston has really stepped up amidst all that drama that came up. They,
0: and they really showed that they didn't need that player. That yeah. they are fine on their own.
1: They soared beyond without him. And then... Come Saturday, we had Excelsior versus Gladiators, and I thought that that was a good match. Even though I don't like cheering for the Gladiators, I was kind of rooting for them. I won't lie. Yeah,
0: I'm kind of a classic Gladiators fan. Like it's it's no it's no secret that I'm a huge Silk Thread fan, so that helps.
1: I'm a huge shirtful sure it... fan, but I just can't be a Gladiators fan for obvious reasons.
0: I, in general, I try to root for the Gnade Eaters when they're not up against Vannets, because I want to support my other LA team. Like, I have I have two teams to root for, so
1: yeah. Um, and then of course we ended with Outlaws versus Fuel, which Fuel are stumbling. I want to see them succeed, and I think they have they have the right tools to get there. They're just gonna have to go through a bit of a patchy phase
0: yeah that Texas showdown, I really felt like they would at least take one map. There was so much that they could have done, but it just kind of all crumbled in the end.
1: They did pull out a draw, so they at least had yeah. that going for them
0: uh someone tweeted out "I can't for the knife of remember it was somebody who works for the outlaw saying uh, like fun fact outlaws are the only team that hasn't had a draw, and right when he tweets that out, they get the draw and he's like, <laughs> spoke too soon."
1: Yeah, I feel. If I'm correct, don't we have the most draws? I think we might be tied for that, actually, with Dallas.
0: I think so. We
1: draw with them all the time. But on to the meat and potatoes of this week. We had the Gladiators versus Valiant Battle of L.A. on Wednesday. That
0: was so stressful.
1: Stressful is a word for it. Might have had like six heart attacks that day.
0: Uh, I counted seven.
1: It was a... That was a really good game.
0: And just looking at the... Over, look at some of the key, like, outstanding stats from that game. Well, I think, like, on Numbani, where Vanyan took the first map, Agenities went 29 and 3 kill deaths. Bunny went uh, 35 and 7 kill deaths, which really shows how much like how much they were damage they were outputting to get all these kills and how well Custer was also doing healing them and keeping them alive because he had 18,000 healing.
1: 18,000 healing. That's, that is an insane number.
0: And then on that same map, Surefall had 21 hacks. And you know, when you get hacked, you pretty much can do nothing. Yet they still took that map. I th- I don't even think I've ever gotten like, 21 hacks in a game that wasn't Total Mayhem. So I, I
1: don't think I've even got 10. Yeah. <laughs> Granted, I'm a terrible yeah. Sombra player, but...
0: Yeah, no, Sombra's one of the ones I love to play, but I can't... I'm gold, so I guess I can't really say anything. <laughs> yeah, but then when we move over to uh, Ineos, which really hurt my soul because Jinnides was up against Silk Thread oh, yeah. and... You can't put my faves against each other like that. It hurts. In general, on that map, those stats were actually pretty similar. Like, uh, I think Final Blows, Agenities had one more than Silk, but Silk had like one more kill on Agenities and stuff like that. Everything went back like one by one, except for the damage they actually outputted in general. Uh, Silk Third had Mm 6,767 damage. Sounds nice, right? Yeah. Six, uh, sixty-seven, sixty-seven. Agnities had nine thousand three hundred and sixteen.
1: That is quite a bit of damage.
0: Yeah, that was a really big difference. Both on Farah, both had the same time played on Farah. None of them swapped, so just shows how much. Like even though Silk had like one more kill on Agenities, Agnities was still doing more damage to his overall team. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, One thing I disliked about the game is I understand why GLAD did it, but they switched Silk out for the final game so they didn't get to go do the hugs that he even tweeted about being excited for.
0: Oh God, that hurt! I I was really looking forward to seeing that. I'm, I know how much he loves his former team. He's a he, he's very good friends with Agenities, with Grim, with Seb, like so many of them. Mm-hmm. And he, he didn't get that hug.
1: I'm sure he probably s- seeked him out afterwards for the hug, but not seeing it on screen was yeah. I think uh
0: Agendis was talking on stream that uh, they don't get to hang out anymore because they end they up too far away and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh but when they're at the Blizzard Arena, they'll like say hi to each other and maybe like hang out in the back a bit. So that's probably, that's probably what they did. Like afterwards they went up for a hug. At least I'm hoping. I'm hoping he got his hug. Yeah,
1: I'll accept that as hand can or head cannon.
0: Head cannon, yeah. I'll
1: accept that hand cannon. Yeah.
0: yeah, they should they should have put him in for that tiebreaker. And it would have been nice to see his stats for the tiebreaker, cause aginities really deserve that pay of the match on Uh, was it Oasis Mm -hmm. damage output on Asphara 16,725
1: is quite a bit more than what he had on Ilios
0: quite a bit so it would have been really nice to see the Asphora duel against Silk again and see if maybe it had been Silk that was pressuring him on Ilios why he didn't have the same amount he had a good uh, 7,400 damage, like, extra on Oasis.
1: Yeah, that is quite insane. Which, it can do quite a bit of damage.
0: Especially with a pocket Mercy. Mm-hmm.
1: And Custa on Mercy is... Custa on Mercy is just something very enjoyable to watch.
0: I really love to watch him stream because he doesn't just play Mercy. But his Mercy is just so fun to watch. And he's very good at shotconning. Like, say the... He was actually explaining it on stream. The Genji's dragon braiding. Everybody can hear that. But he'll say, like, Genji, Genji, Genji. Blade, Blade, Blade. He'll repeat it over. So the team focuses on the Genji and takes him out before the Genji can take them out. Like He does an amazing job.
1: Custa's shot calling is one of the reasons that I'm extremely glad that we picked him up.
0: Yeah. Moving on to uh, battle against Nunden. Uh, wings versus wings, I guess.
1: <sighs> That's, that was a match.
0: Yeah. They handed Vanyan the first defeat of this stage, but I gotta say that the, the actual gameplay that went on w- did not disappoint.
1: Um, I think the first two maps we played a little bit shakier than I expected us to, but as usual from halftime on, we made them work for what we made them work for that win.
0: Yeah, uh, I'm not sure if I misunderstood the analyst at the desk, but if I if if I understood him correctly, Costa was dying four times more than Knosa was. So if your mercy is dying four times more than the enemy mercy on those first two maps, you. It shows how much they were pressuring him.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Which is probably where they had the upper hand. They were running a dive with seal, Very fast gameplay. And Vanyan just kind of po- probably wasn't expecting that. They didn't have something to counter it at that point. But afterwards, they really picked it up. They found out what they needed to fix. Something happened. I don't know. Kareev wrestled the and made him... like. Stop, I don't know. I don't know. Something happened, and on Nepal, they which is the first map they took against London. Mm-hmm. The some of the like I couldn't find all the stats. Funny enough, I don't know why. I don't know if I was looking in the wrong place. So, but the stats that Ajinder had on Junkrat on Nepal were pretty pretty crazy because he had nine kills and only one death. Then when uh, Space was on D.Va, he ended up having 10 kills and no deaths.
1: Oh, wow. Space is yeah, th- really good for not dying.
0: Yeah, so they had some really good ones. But I think the one that surprised me the most was Kareev on Zen. Zen is a priority target where you have to dive him, either force trans out or kill him before he can trans. Despite that, he had 12 kills and only two deaths. Thank like, he was so good at not dying there
1: yeah that is actually very important or impressive
0: i'm really sad i couldn't find the stats for uh space on roadhog because he had such amazing hooks that game when he hooked gesture and uh who was it fisher was going for the hook as well but they they got gesture and they just like mowed through him they don't have the reset anymore. And Vanny just takes the point back. I was dying there.
1: Oh yeah, that was that was a ex- very impressive play. We have a lot of moments where our team shines with great plays in general.
0: Uh, I really wish I had found the stats because like, I I want to know what was your what was his hook accuracy? He had such amazing plays with his hooks and the hearts coming in from fate. So, well, I think a fate got the halt on Gesture off the map at one point. Mm-hmm. Like,
1: That's why we need a dedicated group in our Discord for Voicing Valiant that gets all these stats for us.
0: Now, I had half a mind to just go in and count every hook he had. By the same time, I know that the camera isn't on him at all times, so I might miss a hook and I would ha- be off yeah I'll probably like look again and see if I can find them because I want to know that personally and for the podcast, but mm-hmm. also like I just want to know what space is doing. Space is amazing yeah
1: yeah I wish they how they're doing an all access thing I wish they would add a follow specific players
0: Mhm yeah like I would have really they they always seem to focus a lot on widowmakers because they have this uh very they're usually in the back with a good view, and WidowMakers, you just love to see those sneak headshots. Oh, Where for it just, sure. It worked in favor of us a bit with Route sixty-six, because uh, on defense, soon, uh, four of his final knows were on Knoser, the Mercy. And like, what's funny is when they when that stat popped up on screen, they were on soon, and he was like poking his head around the corner, and suddenly headshot on Widow. Headshot on Mercy, right, two in a row. Like,
1: I feel a lot of people sleep on Soon's Widow. They're always saying, like, oh, Soon isn't that great of a widow, blah, blah, blah. I feel once he has a lot more practice with it, he'll become more consistent. But he has a lot of very hype moments.
0: In general, his hit scan is very, very good, which is oh, yeah. what I'm really happy about having Bunny. So now Soon doesn't have to only be on that tracer. Now he has Bunny who can pick up that tracer when he needs to be Widow.
1: Oh, for sure. And using that to segue into talking about Inside LA Valiant, uh, Soon was talking about how he had the two choices. He could either try and become a better tracer than Bunny or more flexible than Bunny, and he decided to become the more flexible player.
0: That ended up really benefiting Valiant because... He, even though he was known for his tracer for many, many months, for over a year, just like tracer guard, he's he was always had such great hit scan, and now he can really shine through that.
1: His McCree play is absolutely maddening. He comes out and he just shot after shot after shot, flick, flick, flick. But uh, granted, I'm probably a little bit biased.
0: Yeah, he is your favorite. You, you're not to be a bit biased. It's soon.
1: Hey, if casters can be biased, I can be biased.
0: True, true. Yeah, that that Inside an Vanyan video though was very very nice. But I love the way it started off with just uh, Aginity's being a bit of a bad influence on Bunny. <laughs>
1: I loved how he called Kareem trash, and Kareem just laughed and started <laughs> mock punching him.
0: Yeah, I, from what I understood, it sounded like he was asking what if trash and noob were the same thing, mm-hmm. and then just he goes to Kareem and like, "You're trash," so he was asking for help to trash talk his teammate. Like, ah, it's so wholesome.
1: I I really enjoy the dynamic that it seems that like the team has now. Everyone is everyone's getting along really well. Everyone seems happy in the videos that we could just see them not seeing yeah, they they, weren't they before but
0: they seem happier i guess they were oh, they always seem happy they always seem to be very good friends but it feels like there's a bit of more closeness now mm-hmm. and it, it's also very nice to see how much uh, trust and respect they have for one another they the the whole, the whole video was kind of was titled uh was it friendly competition right
1: uh healthy competition i believe
0: healthy competition thank you And that's what the video was about. They talked about how they have a 12-man roster so that their own players can kind of compete against each other and continue to grow with each other. The idea of a running mate in marathons where you have that one person you want to kind of surpass and that person also wants to surpass you. So you're constantly running and improving at the same pace sort of thing.
1: Yeah. I also really like how... They get they let the players speak their mind about it instead of hey if you guys don't say that this is a good thing there's gonna be punishment I know I think soon for one says that personally he didn't think it was a good idea but he's learning to embrace it
0: yeah they some of them was saying that they didn't like it but at the same time they have uh they trust Coach Moon and his decisions which I really like is that how much trust they have in the coach and. It's been working out for them, so yeah.
1: Trusting the coach is super important, and Moon has come in. Plus, with all of our assistant coaches, they've. It feels like the players really do respect and trust in our staff, which is always a great thing.
0: It's nice to see that they're unifying again. They. It felt like they were falling apart in stage two, and I saw so many people being like, "Oh, what is Vanya doing? What are they doing?" I always held faith that they'd be able to bring it back together and they have.
1: In a big way too. We've we're five and one now. Or six and one. No, I think it's five and one.
0: Five and one. Two uh two games a week, three weeks in, five-one. Yep.
1: Right. If I could learn how to count better.
0: It's okay. Counting counting is a made up concept.
1: Isn't that the truth? Um Moving on to our next thing, we have what's coming next for the Valiant. Who do we play next week?
0: Oh, shoot. I forgot to write that down. I have a notebook ah, that I keep all the scores in. And I
1: forgot uh, the to first write down. match is against Houston on Wednesday.
0: Ooh, that's going to be fun to watch.
1: That's going to be a good game. And then Friday, I... we play the Mayhem.
0: Mayhem. Time to get it's that Houston revenge. Houston and Mayhem. Oh, God. I saw so many people disappointed that we lost to Mayhem, but I feel like with the changes that have been made, that we're definitely going to take it back.
1: I agree. I, you can't deny, though, that Mayhem is definitely improved as well.
0: Oh, yeah. They so. are completely different than how they were Stage 1. But then again, Vanyan is completely di- different from how it was in Stage 1. That's
1: very true. A lot of the teams are, coming back to that.
0: Yeah, how do you think it's gonna go against Houston?
1: Uh I think it's gonna be a lot closer than I wanna give Houston credit. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go map five, three two with us taking the victory.
0: Yeah, I feel so too. They do very well, but at the same time, Vagnance has made a lot of changes, so I think we can pull through there.
1: And then against Mayhem. Uh with Mayhem I'm gonna go three one with us taking it.
0: I feel so too. Maybe like 3-0 if there's a draw. Yeah. Not, I feel like I could see a draw. You know,
1: like you
0: said like you said Vanyan has uh, the highest I think the highest. I have to check that. I want to, I should have checked that beforehand. Oh well. Uh at one point they had the highest. I don't know if it's still there or if that uh fuel took that from us.
1: Doesn't help that the first map is Drawskaya.
0: Drawskaya. Oh my god.
1: But who knows? I'd like, I want us to four o, but I can't just say every week. Oh, I think we're gonna four o because, gotta be a little bit realistic. I'd love to see it. We though. can't,
0: we can't underestimate the competition, because that's when they like, pull something out of nowhere and just sweep, a reverse sweep.
1: I would also not valiant related, but I'd like to see Boston lose a game so that we can have our first place again. <laughs>
0: Yeah, they're at a 10-win streak, I think, counting last stage.
1: They're also now second in the league. We're up to fifth, which is going good. We're closing in on fourth with Dynasty, though. We have a higher differential, but they have one more victory than we do.
0: What's the next game that Dynasty has? Let me check.
1: I just had it pulled up, but I was looking at standings. Dynasty play against the Fusion on Thursday. Mm. Gotta pull Fusion, and then Saturday like I... is Soul versus Excelsior.
0: I, so I feel like Excelsior might pull through, but I don't know about Fusion. So depending on how that, it's really weird how we have to like analyze the other ones like win us to figure out what we're gonna end up. Yeah. Yeah.
1: He's trying to figure out because. There's always the point where it's like, "Hey, I want this team to win, but if they win, that's worse for our team for my team, so I hope they I hope they lose, I guess
0: well at needs news with this at least win by but using this map sort of thing
1: mm-hmm. make it win but make it close. I think that's a quote from the Incredibles, actually,
0: yeah, make it close, make it close go for second, go for second. And then the guy looks at them thinking they're crazy. Which kind of sounds crazy. You're like rooting for a team, but at the same time you want them to news.
1: Oh, for sure.
0: So uh, coming up with the Valiant events, we have in May, May the 5th, the Knock Party. And I believe that is the closest event we have so far. Unless there is a viewing party at a carnage uh, that we have every now and then. But I do not see any thing about that, so it looks like that is the closest event so far.
1: The bidding is now over for um, the art gallery, which was for St Jude's Research Hospital. I can't remember off the top of my head the exact uh thing uh, that it went to. I know we Have any
0: of us play live?:
1: Yeah that sounds familiar, so I'm going to say play live as well:
0: yeah we are, uh, the the thing that we discussed it got clear it out and I can't find it now.
1: <laughs> we raised a total of $2,225 in the auction.
0: Damn. Yeah.
1: It's a very good number.
0: I was constantly keeping an eye up because I had three pieces up. One of them ended up being sold to one of the people in the server, actually.
1: Really? Who... Which piece?
0: Yeah. It was my Pachimari, the one with the, with the Vana wig. Mm-hmm. On. I was very happy with how it came out And knowing that like a friend Is the one who ended up buying it Is very very nice
1: Oh yeah There were a lot of pieces I wish I could have bid on But didn't have the extra money to do so
0: yeah. There was a few that I just saw that when Nobody had really bid on until the last few days I don't know if it had just been They were waiting to see if somebody else would bid And then bid it on the last day Because that's what people do sometimes Because I checked in, and it's like, oh, it's still at the $8, and then I come back later, and it's at, like, $46, and, like, what just happened?
1: Yeah, for example, the, the Valiant Helm over the Skyline, that one raised a total of $306, with 62 people bidding on it.
0: I was really surprised on that because it didn't have a lot of bids at the beginning. That was one of the ones I was like, oh, this, nobody's bid on this one so far. And suddenly, so many.
1: Yeah, when I first looked at it, I'm like, wow, that's one of the ones I expect." It's one of the ones I expected to do really well. But Another a lot one, of the pieces did.
0: Uh, I only see a few that didn't get bid on, or they just got the minimum bid. Mm hmm. But the good thing about it is that all the pieces that didn't end up being sold will end up in the Vanyan campus, so the team will have them there. It's kind of, like, motivational. It's like, see this cool thing that a fan made for a charity event.
1: Yeah, I I really liked how they, if something doesn't get bid on or whatever, they're going to put it up. I thought that was a really nice idea. Wouldn't have had the same feel if they just sent it back.
0: Those are a few pieces that uh, I had kept an eye on, like the Pachimari on wood blocks. I Mm -hmm. saw them at the gallery and my brother, when he saw them, he immediately like, oh, I want this, but my wallet says no. So I was like keeping an eye on them, like just in case they didn't get as many bids. And then suddenly I see that one of them's at uh, $64. I'm like, nope, nope, not getting it.
1: Oh, wow. Um, and then I think next on the event list, besides the block party, is the Girls in Gaming Summit.
0: Yes, yeah, so that's uh, two days afterwards on the 7th?
1: Uh, according to the site, it's the 19th.
0: 19th? Was that moved? Oh. So I don't
1: know if it was pushed back or...
0: Because I know the block party was moved. Maybe that's what I got it confused with.
1: Yeah, that's possible. I do remember them yeah. being a lot closer last week. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, uh, there was also the Pride uh, Party thing that they were doing. Maybe it got pushed back because of that. I don't know. I know a few um, of them. The events got moved around.
1: The Pride Party is saying that that is on June tenth, which is that one's a bit away.
0: Oh, so that one? Yeah, that one's a bit away. I wonder. I, I could have sworn that the Girls Gaming Summit was closer.
1: Yeah, I did as well. They should. They should keep us better in the loop on that. I blame, let's just blame Steve.
0: Hey, Steve does his best to tweet this on out. Don't blame Steve. Yeah,
1: Steve's a great guy. Our resident meme lord. Gotta plug him again.
0: Yeah, him and the rest of the Vanyan staff do such an amazing job. They have so many events going on, Just and they're building such a nice community.
1: Yeah, the building of the community is extremely important, and they're doing it so well.
0: So let's move on to ViviTalk. Uh, how can we segue into that? Um,
1: that's a good question. We can edit that out.
0: Moving on to Vivi Talk, we had a question on Twitter saying, Do you think the team identity and market should follow the theory L.A. or embrace its international DNA? Uh, talking about Val's theoretical market in the L.A. zone. like Coming from someone who lives in L.A., Uh, I feel that what they're doing right now is pretty good because L.A. itself is very diverse and very international. There are people from all over the world who live here. I have friends from Canada who want to move here to work here. I have friends from Asia who want to move here to work here. And I have some that have already made that journey. So,
1: I don't think it would really suit us to do all Americans or all Korean. I think we have to have that melting pot as it is by nature, American. Our whole country is one giant little melting pot.
0: And the like theme of like team identity and market. uh, I understand how some of the other teams might not do as well as a, like in their city. Due to wh- who they have, like the all-Korean teams who are not in a Korean city.
1: So be- London and New York, for example.
0: If they were to have some kind of meet and greet with people from New York or from London, they wouldn't really be able to interact with their fans like Vanyan can. Well, maybe somebody, a Korean who's been living in... Uh, la the whole night can go up to one of the members and just be like oh my god here's somebody's like me and you have somebody who maybe moved from europe and it's like oh someone like me somebody who moved from australia now that we have customs mm-hmm. like somebody like me that is what la is
1: we've got a i think it's very nice how diverse we are we should just kind of follow what we've been doing embrace the idea i know i've seen reddit which is just kind of a cesspool anyway. But I've seen a lot of you have those conferring opinions and people saying, oh, Coach Moon is just wanting everyone to be full, full Korean, and if that's our team, I'm out. And it's like, come on.
0: What confuses me with that is if Coach Moon wants an all-Korean team, why did he have his eye on Custa? Yeah,
1: exactly. I don't know. I, there's just a lot of people theorizing and assuming, and it never, it never adds anything, really.
0: Yeah, no, Vanyan has been doing a very good job. Kind of the idea of like embracing its international DNA is, I guess, the same as following the theory of LA, because LA is an international, is is full of different nations. Like, I have my family hosts students from around the world sometimes. We've mostly done Asia so far because that's who we've been offered. But a student would live with us for a week, a month, sort of thing while they study here for a bit. And it's just so amazing knowing how many of them want to move and live here and how much they fall in love with LA and California. This is is a place where anybody can be in. And that's what I like about Vanyan, that it's a very diverse group.
1: I agree, I agree. Um, Thank you for the question. Looks like it's supposed to be Wiley Touche on twitter
0: we were also uh given the suggestion on the discord to bring up the custom jerseys so if you don't haven't heard about them yet custom jerseys are in you can get a vanyan jersey with your own name and number on it
1: who suggested that one
0: i think it needs connection our resident <sighs> why did she suggest that she should be studying
1: yeah, and nc go study yeah
0: What would you get on a jersey, by the way?
1: Ah. I probably would just get my name. Just Chad and probably number 24. 24.
0: You know what's better than 24? Let
1: me guess. 25?
0: Yes. (laughs) I think i just go with Bookworm. That's my go-to tag on most social media and uh, online games. So Bookworm and then probably 18 because... 18 is like my birthday date thing. And then, I don't know, it's followed me around a lot. 18, 8, and 14 have been the numbers that always follow me. That's fair.
1: Mm-hmm. I wish I could get a custom jersey, but they're a little, little steep. And if I was it, paying. That's
0: understandable. If I was paying that much,
1: I would just go for the the very fancy jacket. Because it's just a little oh, bit more. Oh, the
0: jacket look so good.
1: And then I'd probably get it like. Uh, I think the term is embroidered or something like that.
0: Embroidered. Yeah, my friend got something like that for uh, her. Instead of getting, like, a man jersey, she got this really cool cardigan and embroidered a bunch of stuff on it.
1: Oh, very nice.
0: So maybe that actually sounds like a cool idea. I have some patches from my time, because even though I'm a video game nerd, I wasn't, like, sports stuff. I have patches.
1: Really? What sports did you so, play?
0: Uh... Most people don't realize it's a sport but marching band.
1: Oh, hey. What instrument?
0: I was actually on the color guard so I was spinning these flags that could give me a concussion. Oh, yeah.
1: I've been hit in the head many a time by color guard. I march saxophone.
0: Oh, damn. Nice. Yeah, my my school would give out patches for the uh, marching season and then the uh, winter guard season we had these special patches if we went to championships Mm -hmm. and stuff. So I have those. So I think Maybe instead of getting the custom jersey, I'll get the the cool no jacket they have and have my patches and have it embroidered and stuff.
1: That sounds like a good idea. My school, we didn't do patches for each season. We did each time we made uh like the bigger, like the regionals, state, stuff like that. So I have a couple patches.
0: Yeah, we had, like, the Netter, Man, the Netter for the Netterman jacket mm-hmm. thing, and then we'd have patches for championships. So that's what I have. And what's cool is that my high school was green and gold.
1: Oh, wow. Mine was blue and gold. <laughs> so, it,
0: so it matches Vanyard very well.
1: I think the only thing I really have on my Letterman was my name. I think I had, like, the band slogan on the back, and then I had uh, baritone sax on one pocket and tenor on the other.
0: Nice.
1: But I believe that is all the topics we actually have for today's VV Talk. If you wish to submit your own, you can tweet us with the hashtag VV Talk. Or you can submit them via Discord. Or DMs if you want to do that as well. Other than that, we do have the final thing. To celebrate a day important to our mascot's pet mascot. I think it's what we've officially, unofficially decided to call it.
0: Officially, unofficially sounds right. Happy Happy birthday, birthday, lemon lemon tuxedo. tuxedo. (laughs) We say it at different times.
1: Yeah, that didn't work out too well. But through the power of editing, it'll work better.
0: I don't think editing can fix that.
1: I trust in him. (laughs) And worse, we just come out. It just sounds a little cringy, and then we move on.
0: Thank you again for listening in. This is episode two of Voicing Valiant. If you want to listen some more, I don't know.
1: Follow us on Twitter (laughs) at Voicing Valiant for updates on our next episode. If you want to know more about the Valiant in general, you can find them by searching LA Valiant on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Twitch, Reddit, Discord, and Snapchat. We can edit all this out, right?
0: Yeah, this can be edited out. He's gonna probably clip this and like put it probably. at the beginning or something.